1 Kings chapter 17. But I had a plan. Actually, I had the Lord put this on my heart. To begin to talk to you on what I entitled contending for the supernatural. And I feel a stirring in my heart in this area. The need to contend for the supernatural and to see the power and the glory of God move through us in an undeniable way. I believe that God's power can move and will move. God's glory can move and will move through this ministry, through us, in a way that even the skeptics cannot deny it. We have seen the supernatural so many times really since this ministry started. But I believe that it is time to go deeper. There are depths in God that we must access. There are, there are depths in God that we must go to. I have personally taken five days from Monday to Friday to do a nightly fast. And prayer. And every night. I'll take some time and pray. Or I took some time and pray. Monday to Friday. I had breakfast. I had lunch. But. I skipped dinner. To take some time and pressing to God. Because I also want to see the supernatural. At a whole different level. And I believe that the supernatural. It's not for the casual, nonchalant, I don't care believer. The supernatural is when God steps in. The supernatural is when heaven invades the situation. The supernatural is when everything is running normally, but then God shows up. And when God shows up in a situation... The situation would never remain the same again. The supernatural is when God moves in your life. The supernatural is when God moves through your life. The supernatural is when you've got a report from the doctor. And the doctors say that we have nothing we can do. And they leave you to die. But guess what? God shows up and God turns that story around. The supernatural is when... To men, it is impossible, but God shows up and God shows men that even though it's impossible with men, it is possible with God. The supernatural is when God shows up and does the impossible. The supernatural is when God shows up and does what shocks everybody, that even the skeptics would know that there is a God in heaven. And I'm here to tell you that it is time for us to operate in the supernatural like never before. Can I tell you that ungodly people do not care. As long as you have the solution to their problems, they shall come to you. And it is time for the church to begin to offer solution to the world. Because problems of men are innumerable. If it doesn't bother you. When you see the way the devil has men and women in bondage. If it doesn't bother you. When you see the way the enemy has people in his chains. Then I wonder if you have the heart of God. But my God it bothers me when I see people that are bound. It bothers me when I see the devil exercising dominion and authority over people. And I've got to rise up to the place where I can break the power of the devil over people's lives. That is the reason why I am contending for the supernatural. And that is the reason why I believe that everyone sitting here today under the sound of my voice and those watching by way of the internet, that you've got to rise up to the place where you contend for the supernatural power of God. Because when God's power begins to walk in your life, when God's power begins to walk through your life, the nations shall come. The nations shall seek you. They come to seek you because you have solution to their problems. Jesus said, men shall not believe unless they see signs and wonders. And it is time for us to begin to operate in signs and wonders like never before. If you believe it, can you shout your loudest amen? amen. The Bible says, 
He that sinneth is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. But for this cause was the Son of Man made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Can I tell you something this morning? That Jesus came to destroy the works of Satan. And Jesus also tells us, the works that I do, you shall do also. And even greater works, because I go to my Father. Why did Jesus come? He came to destroy the activities of darkness. He came to destroy the works of Satan. Whatever the devil has on people, Jesus came to destroy them. And Jesus also says to us, I've also given you the same authority. I've given you the same power to do not just the things that I did, but even to do greater than the things that I did. It is time for the body of Christ in this place to rise up. It is time for every single believer in this place to rise up. Whether you're a preacher or whether you're a stay-at-home mom or whether you're a businessman or a businesswoman or whether you're working in a school, it is time to understand that the supernatural is not exclusive to some people. Every believer can operate in the supernatural power of God. Every believer can lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Every believer can cast out demons. Every believer can drink poison and it will not hurt them. Every believer can take up snakes and that is exercising authority and dominion over Satan and the kingdom of darkness. Jesus says in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19 Behold I give you authority to tread upon snakes and scorpions and all the works of the devil and none of them shall by any means hurt you. Can someone give him praise and glory in the house this morning? Come on. Hallelujah. The supernatural is for the body of Christ today. The supernatural is for the church today. It is not exclusive to preachers because a lot of times people think it is only for those called into the fivefold ministry. It is for the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. But no, my Bible tells me that the supernatural is available to everyone that can believe for it. If you believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Do not be afraid because you can do the same thing. Things that Jesus did. If Jesus cast devils out, you have authority in the name of Jesus to cast devils out. If Jesus opened the eyes of the blind, you have the same authority in the name of Jesus to open the eyes of the blind. If Jesus raised the dead, you have the same authority in the name of Jesus to raise the dead. Whatever Jesus did, you can do. If only you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. Do I have some believers in the house this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 11. <laughs> Excuse me. Daniel chapter 11. And we're going to read verse 32b. Someone say, does the scripture have A and B? Well, just go to 32b. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32b. It says, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. But the people who know their God, they shall be strong and shall carry out great exploits. It is time for believers to know the God we serve. Our God is almighty. Our God is all-powerful. With God, nothing is impossible. Our God can heal the sick. Our God can raise the dead. Our God can deliver the oppressed. Notice, the Bible says, those that know their God. I think one of the biggest problems when it comes to flowing in the supernatural power of God is ignorance. A lot of people are ignorant of the might of our God. Unfortunately, many have painted a picture that has ripped or robbed people of the real God that they serve. They have painted a picture that makes it look like God and the devil are in a boxing ring. And God is trying his best to defeat the devil. And the church needs to come in and help God. Can I tell you something? God is not in a boxing ring 
fighting the devil. My Bible tells me that Jesus made a public show of the devil. Jesus triumphed over the devil. Jesus dragged the devil through the streets of the world. And Jesus showed to the world that I have overcome the devil. I have authority over the devil. The devil is no match. In actual fact, God is the creator. And the devil is a created being. The devil cannot withstand God. Our God is all-powerful. Our God is almighty. Our God is all-knowing. And when God says yes, it is yes. When God says no, it is no. When God says open, it opens. There is nothing and no one that can stand almighty God. Can I tell you this morning that your God is almighty? Can I tell you this morning, your God is all-powerful? Can I tell you this morning, your God is all-knowing? Can I tell you this morning, your God can do all things? With God, nothing shall be impossible. And if we have believers in the house this morning that believe in their God, then give the Lord a big shout of praise in the house this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is important we know God. People know a lot of things. People know a lot of people. But they don't know God. So they put their trust in the arm of the flesh. They put their trust in medical signs. I am not against medical signs. But I serve a God who can turn the, the report of the, of the doctors around. I'm not against medical signs. But I have a God who can give you a new report. And today, if the devil has given you something in your body and you've gone to the hospital and they've given you a bad report, today that report is going to change in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on now, if you believe it, it is possible. I said, if the doctors have given you a bad report, that report is going to be changed today by the glorious, undeniable power of God. If you believe it, then say amen. You're bounding this place. Today, the power of God is going to set you free. Amen. I said today, the power of God is going to set you free. Amen. Whatever bondage the enemy has placed upon your life, whatever curse they have placed upon your life, today, the curse will be lifted. In place of the curse, the blessing of God shall come. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Those that know their God, they shall be strong. And I stand this morning in the strength of Almighty God. And I stand this morning and I look at the problems of life as nothing. Why? Because my God is powerful. I stand in this morning and I speak from the place of dominion and from the place of authority that everything that has fought you shall fall today. Everything that has stood in your way shall give way today. Everything that has held you bound, they shall set you free today. Everything that has held you in captivity, today is the last day you stay in the place of captivity. For when Jesus comes, he sets the captives free. When Jesus comes, he it sets the bound loose. When Jesus comes, it breaks the yoke of the devil off your life. Hallelujah. hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Today is your day of victory. Yes. Today is your day of freedom. Yes. Today the supernatural power of God is in this place. And this power is going to set you free. The Bible says the preaching of the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to all them that believe. And this morning I'm preaching the gospel. And this gospel brings salvation. This gospel brings freedom. This gospel brings liberty. This gospel brings healing. This gospel brings prosperity. Whatever the enemy has over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living living God, I declare it is broken off of your life right now. In Jesus' mighty name, I command that thing to fall off of your life. I command that thing to leave you. Wherever you are being tied, I untie you in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever you've been held in bondage, I set you free in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever has been sent against you, I declare it returns back to whoever sent it in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on. If you believe it, give the Lord a big shout of praise. Hallelujah. I'm here this afternoon or morning to do great exploits. 
Because I know the God we serve. The God we serve is not a weak God. The God we serve is not a little God. The God we serve is mighty. The God we serve is great. And Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. And that is why I'm telling you that we serve a big God. I'm here to praise Him. I'm here to worship Him. I'm here to lift up His name. Because as I lift up His name, I tell you, heaven invades your case. Heaven invades your life. The healing power of God comes even into your body right now. The doctors have giving you a bad report, but I cancel that report by the authority in the name of Jesus. I cancel that report by the blood of the Lamb. The Bible says they overcame the devil by the word of their testimonies and by the blood of the Lamb. And I lift up that blood over your life this afternoon. And I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, by reason of the blood of Jesus, everything in your body that has not been placed by God, I command that the blood of Jesus will erase them right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. (laughs) Understand that as I declare these things today. That things are happening in the realm of the spirit. Because it happens in the spirit realm. The world is more spiritual than you know it. The realm of the spirit is such a real place. The enemy has got Christians caught up in the natural. We've got to go back to the realm of the spirit. That is where victories are won. And I declare the word of God over you. That everything that's left you bound. Everything that has left you sick. Everything that has left you broke. Everything that has left you disgusted. I command in the name that's above every name. That those things are removed from your life. Those things are broken off of your life. Those things leave you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those that know their God, they shall be strong. They shall carry out great exploits. Great exploits are being carried out in this place right now. I said great exploits are being carried out in this place right now. You will put your hand on that place where the sickness is and you will not find it again. My God, if your amen is loud, I'm talking to you. You will put your hand on that place where the sickness has been. And you will not find it. Because I stand in the place of dominion and authority. And I command that pain. And command that sickness to leave your body. You know the Bible says. He sent forth his word. And his word healed them. And delivered them from all their destruction. I'm sending forth the word of God to you right now. To set you free. To heal your body. To deliver you. And if you put your hand on it right now, you receive it and you'll be totally healed, totally set free, totally delivered by the power of God. Can someone say amen? Amen. Glory to God. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Second Chronicles 16 and verse 9. Second Chronicles. Chapter 16 and verse 9 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Notice, to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. The eyes of the Lord runs to and fro the whole earth to show himself strong. This is what I've been emphasizing. Our God is strong. Tell two people, my God is strong. My God is strong. <laughs> Hallelujah. God wants to show himself strong today. No, I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm talking about today. Now faith is. This is the time to be set free. This is a time to experience the glory of God. This is a time to experience the power of God. This is a time to be set free. No, don't move it to the next day. Don't move it to next week. Don't wait until the AAC starts. You can receive your miracle right now. You can receive your healing right now. 
You can receive your freedom right now. You are here this morning and you've not been sleeping. In the name of Jesus, I come against that spirit that has held you in bondage. And I break its power off of your mind. I break the bondage off of your life. You will go home tonight and you will sleep like a baby. You will go home tonight and your sleep shall be sweet. Some of you, you go to bed and you see all kinds of crazy dreams. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I break the activity of darkness over your life. I break the influence of the demon over your life and I declare that heaven invades your family heaven invades your home heaven invades your life heaven invades your spirit heaven invades your mind you shall begin to sleep well from tonight if you believe it and if I'm talking to you then give the Lord your louder shout of praise the Lord glory to God ha <laughs> that one said the supernatural Mark chapter 16, verses 17 and 18. And these signs would follow those who believe. I'm a very strong believer in the supernatural. These signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. Notice, when you begin to operate in the realm of the supernatural, you begin to cast demons out. I am not afraid of any demon. Because I do not stand against demons in my name. I do not stand against demons in my authority. I stand against demons in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And my God, the Bible shows me that whenever Jesus showed up in a place, demons begin to run helter-skelter. Whenever Jesus showed up in a place, demons will begin to manifest. And so when I come in the name of Jesus Christ, the one that deals with demons, and I say in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I command you to come out. I command your power broken off of that man's life. I tell you, demons have no option than to leave because they know the authority that is in the name of Jesus. They know the power that is in the name of Jesus. And I'm not here to say I am the only one that can cast demons out because my Bible does not say that God will shall cast demons out. It says this sign shall follow those that believe. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, then you have the authority. Then you have the power to cast demons out. I tell you, sometimes they show up in your house and you are there. While they show up, you cannot sit there and fold your arms and run there and run here and start calling me on the phone. No, you need to stand. I need to tell that spirit, you have no right to come on my child. You have no right to come on my marriage. You have no right to come on my mind. You have no right to come on my body. You have no right to touch my business. You have no right to touch my finance. If you would declare in the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ, they will listen to you and they will run out of your life. They will run out of your home. They will run out of your business. But if you keep your mouth shut, they're going to come and they're going to wreak havoc in your life. For my Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. The devil comes to steal. The devil comes to wreak havoc in your life. But if you will stand in the name of Jesus Christ and operate in the authority that is given upon you, then no devil will stay in your life. Then no demon will stay in your home. Then no devil will touch your children. When they come, you say, I know who I am in Christ. I know whom I serve. I know who I belong to. And in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I command you to leave this place. And when you do, they will leave. Can someone say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. These signs will follow those who believe. Are there believers here this morning? You can put your hand on your body and you can tell the walk of darkness to stop. You can do it. I say you can do it. If we are able to raise up a bunch of people who understand what I'm talking about, then we're going to have a healthy belief, healthy church. We're going to have healthy people who shall not be running from meeting to meeting, looking for a man of God to set them free. Everyone can operate in the supernatural. 
This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. When you cast demons out, people know you cast demons out. When you are prayed in the power and glory of God, people would know. Are you listening now? Years ago, I was called up. I was minding my business with my wife. We went visiting with a family. And we were there in the house, in the living room, just having fun with this family we were visiting with. And my phone rings. I get a call. Pastor, yes, come over. Come over. Come over, please. Come and help us. Honestly, the moment I got the call, I knew that there was a demonic influence or demonic presence in the house. Come, please. Come, please. I told my wife, I said, I'll, 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 I'll come. I'll meet you later. Let me just go over to this place. And so I go over to this place. And this guy, who was in this church, by the way, he was here. He was in the discipleship class. And he, I guess, finished the 12 lessons and uh, went home and uh, for whatever reason, opened up the door, and began to act crazy. Come, please, come, please. This guy is acting crazy. Do you know that the devil has no right to touch you? Unless you let him. Come on now. Pastors should not be running after Christians dealing with demons on their lives. Rather, Christians should be the one out there dealing with demons in the lives of unbelievers. No believer should be oppressed. No believer should be possessed. No believer should be tormented by a demonic power. No believer. I said no believer. No believer. No believer. Not one person here. Should be under the power of darkness. But many are. Maybe not here. But in churches all across the nation. Why? Because they have opened the door. To the influence of demons. I go to the house. I arrive. And the young man jumps out. And he grabs me. And he cries. Please help me. It was wild. It was so bad, they wanted to bring him to church before they called me. And they got out on the street. When the Turkish taxi driver saw him, he said, no, I don't want this. Because <laughs> the guy was acting, the guy was acting wild. Demons are wild and crazy. They don't come to joke around with you. They come to torment you. They come to wreak havoc in your life. They come to destroy your life. And if you open the door to them, they will come. There are more demons on earth than there are people. In the Bible at one time, one man had legion living in him. You know what a legion is? A legion is 6,000. Living in this man. Terrible was his condition. The Bible says they tried to bind him many times and they could not. He broke the ropes and broke the chains. And ripped his clothes off. And the devils drove him into the graveyard. So if anyone tells you that it's okay to practice what you're practicing, it doesn't matter. I'm here to tell you that it matters. It matters because you might cross a line that you may never be able to come back from. You may not even see an anointed man of God that can help you. I'm here to tell you that. You may cross a line and you may never return. And this, these demons will drive you into a graveyard, into a place of isolation to a place where nobody would even recognize you are there but praise God Jesus came because he said the son of man has come to seek and to save that which is lost 
What if Jesus had not come? What would have been the fate of that man? How would this man have ended up? Jesus purposely went into this place. Why? Because he knew there was a man there. Are you listening to me? How many are you? Legion. But we are many. Come out of him. Even when it comes to casting demons out, sometimes people think it's how much you shout. It is not how you shout. It is the authority you understand. It is not how you shout. It is the authority you carry. It is not how you shout. It is the realization of who is behind you when you speak. My Bible tells me that Jesus cast out demons with a word. With a word. He did not go. People think sometimes it's all the exertion in the flesh. This is not a physical battle. This is spiritual. Only for those who know their God. Only for those who know that God is mighty. And when you speak in his name, heaven backs you. There are cases. I go back to the story of the young man that I was called to pray for. And I'll tell you something that's so important. Even when I've dealt with people that have demonic influence over their lives. Many times the Lord will say to me, don't pray. I need you to talk first. Talk to them and find out what opened the door. Because if you, even if you pray and the devil leaves them now, the devil will come back when you go, when you leave. The devil will understand and obey your authority. But the devil will come back when you're gone. So even this thing people call deliverance, 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 they are setting people free. And guess what happens when that thing happens in a service and you feel that I'm free and you go back home and you do the same thing that opened the door for the devil in the first place. The Bible says when a demon is cast out of a man, he walks through dry places and he comes back and he sees that the man in whose life he was living. And the man is empty. What does he do? He goes back. He brings back seven more demons. Stronger than himself. And they enter the man. And the present state becomes worse. Than the former state. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? I get to the house. So this man is manifesting. The taxi driver would not carry him. He was screaming. And shouting like a crazy man. So the Lord said, talk to him. But he was not in his right mind, so I couldn't talk to him. Guess what I did? In actual fact, the roommate said, he's not going to sleep here tonight, Pastor. <laughs> That's what the roommate, some of the guys that he was living with, they said, he's not sleeping here. He's not going to sleep here. Okay. Don't worry, guys. He will sleep here. And here's what's going to happen. He's acting crazy, but I'm going to lay my hand on him, and I'm going to command him to sleep like a baby tonight. And he wouldn't bother one person. Like I said, sometimes people think dealing with the demonic is how you shout and how you sweat and scream. But it's not. It is, listen, it's understanding the authority you carry. Understanding that you're speaking in the name of Jesus. Understanding, also believing in that prayer. You know, some people don't believe in their prayers. They're praying, but they're thinking, I don't think this is working. <laughs> so I said, I put my hand on the man's head and I said, in the name of Jesus, you're going to sleep today like a baby. You won't bother nobody. And I'll be back tomorrow because I want to talk to him when he's in his right mind. So I said, take him up. They took him back up, put him in the room. I leave. Next day, I messaged them. I said, how is it? They said, Pastor, he slept the whole night. He did not bother one person. He just slept like a baby. 
peaceful, peaceful sleep. Peaceful sleep. You know why? Because when I told the devil to leave him and let him sleep, the devil did. Did you hear me? Don't look at me that way now. You can all do it. Everyone here, tell your neighbor you can do that. Tell, tell yourself, I can do that in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. This is not a one-man show. It will be a cold day in hell. The day I tell you this is just about me. This is not a one-man show. Everyone here who can believe can see the glory of God. Everyone. You know why people can't operate like this? Because there is sin in their lives. Sin would hold you back. Sin will rob you of your dominion. Sin will rob you of your authority. Sin will rob you of your boldness. There is something about righteous living. There is something about pure living that produces boldness. Are you here? It produces boldness. So when you tell the devil, come out, he knows you. I said the devil knows you. <laughs> but if you've been messing around, the devil knows you too. And you say, come out. He says, who are you? <laughs> what, a, what authority do you have to tell me to come out? When you have my stuff with you. Just yesterday, you and I were hanging out. And you want to tell me to come out? No, you come out. I said this before and I say it again. Sometimes I look at some people, some Christians... And I just want to say to them, come out of that devil. <laughs> so I go to the house, to this guy's house, and I arrive there, and I began to talk to him. And I say to him, I said to him, do you... Do you remember the things you were saying yesterday when I came? You remember I was here yesterday? He said, no, I, I didn't see you. You didn't see me, but you came and grabbed me when I came into the room. He was saying, help me, please help me. Can you help me? In desperation. He said, I didn't see you. I didn't know you were here. He said, this morning, my friends told me you came. I said, you know why? I didn't pray for you yesterday because there are stuff you need to talk about. And I'm going to help you. And so I took him into, into one of the rooms. And uh, the guys in the house began to freak out because now I'm about to cast the demon out. <laughs> and the guys, and I told the guys, I said, everyone in this house, here is your opportunity. A demon is about to come out now. <laughs> and if this demon comes out, it can come into any of you. <laughs> but I want, you, I want your security. And the only security you have for this demon not to come into you is to give your life to Jesus right now. <laughs> Guess what? That is the quickest salvation I've ever done. <laughs> that was the quickest altar call. I've never had an altar call as fast as that one. Everybody said, Jesus, come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me all my sin. Because what they saw the previous night, no one wants that spirit in them. My God, it is time for the church. It is time for believers to begin to put the fear of God in unbelievers. It is time for those that are sold out to God. 
100% to begin to put the fear of God in those that are one foot in the church and one foot in the world. Because those guys that said, Jesus come into my life, they were Christians. They came not to this church particularly, but they went to different churches. These were people you talk to and they start arguing with you. Yeah, yeah, I go to church too. Church is in the heart. I don't have to go to church on Sunday. I worship God at home. But when they saw what demon did, <laughs> we don't negotiate. We don't even need to talk about, hey, go to church. Give your life to Jesus or else you're getting a demon. <laughs> Fastest altar call. Fastest. And I said, okay, now you've all received Jesus. You are covered. Can I tell you something? And that is, this is so true. Everyone that gives his heart to Jesus or a heart to Jesus right now will be covered. Amen. That is so true. No demon can touch you. Because the moment you say, Jesus coming to my life. You enter into a place of security, immunity. Praise God. Can I tell you, if you're a born-again Christian in this place, you're watching by way of the internet, that if you're a child of God, no demon can touch you? Amen. Praise God. So when I got them ready, I began to pray for this man. Prayed five minutes, less than ten minutes really. The young man followed another power of God. And I said, cover him with a blanket. It was around November, December in the cold. I said, cover him with a blanket. He's free. He's free. And I walk away. Next day, I go back. I said, hey, what happened? Now, let me, in actual fact, I missed a portion of the story. Before I prayed for his deliverance, you know, the Lord has said to me, ask him questions. But I'm not going to tell you what he said. But I asked him questions. I said, what have you done? And he began to tell me the things he's done. And he was so afraid. Listen now. He was so scared to tell me the name of, in actual fact, he was in a cult. He was so afraid to tell me the name of the woman who was the spiritual leader of the cult. He said to me, if I tell you the name, it, she's, a very, she's very popular. This guy's from Nigeria. If I tell you the name, she's, she's very popular. She's the leader of our cult. If I tell, you know, you know the, the, the devil puts fear in people to the point where they think if they tell you the name, the woman will show up there. <laughs> he, act, he actually believed that if he mentioned the name of the woman, she was going to show up in the room. No, she was not going to show up in that room. She was not going to come to that room. I was there to cast her out. She wouldn't. The man was so afraid, he couldn't tell me. He said, I can't, I'll tell you, like, tell you other things, but not the name. No, tell me the name. Tell me what you've done. Because that's what the Lord said I should tell you to do. Until you do that, you'll never be free. I had to persuade him. And. He says, he says the name. He says the name. Okay, now you've said it. You've said what you've done. Your involvement with the group. People do crazy things for money. Ritual killing is at an all-time high in Africa. Killing people for money. Killing people for power. Slitting throats and cutting off heads. Oh yeah. Using body parts to make money. That's why we tell you, if you don't have Jesus, man, you're finished. Hello. 
In his case, in his case, he said, I used some animal blood. I made some sacrifices and all that. So I said, yeah, I knew, see. I, it was not just about, Lord, set him free now. Come out in Jesus' name. Because if you finish that, what's, what of the covenant that was made? They have to they say, renounce. They have to renounce the covenant. That's repentance. And I thought someone would say amen. amen. <laughs> and the moment he renounced it, I prayed for him. God set him free. He falls out under the power of God. And guess what? I said he's free. They cover him with a blanket. I go back the next day. And he said to me, Pastor God, while you were praying, I saw this midget. He said, this midget came out of me. Midget. <coughs> Excuse me. D demons are midgets. <laughs> with an IQ of Pastor Amdu would say with an IQ of zero. <laughs> so it took a midget demon to keep people in bondage. It took a demon with an IQ of one to keep people in bondage. But praise God, when the greater power comes in contact with the weaker power, the weaker power will give way. That day, Jesus set this man free. Amen. Can someone shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Can someone give God praise in the house this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll tell you one more story. And I could, but I'm going to be speaking along these lines. Because to the supernatural, it's, a, it's such an amazing place to be. Such an amazing place to be. You walk in dominion. You walk in authority. You're walking, you're walking, you exercise that authority over anything. Many years ago, I'll tell you this because then I wasn't even a pastor. I wasn't a pastor. I was not even in ministry then. A lady was telling me the story. How she's getting all this demonic attack. In the night. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Or maybe you live in the world of the world of technology. You have no idea of the realm of the demonic. Huh? Because you know some of the things that we talk about. Some people don't have a clue of these things. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? There is a spiritual, spiritual realm, right? God. She, said, she said to me, God, well, all these terrible dreams. All this nightmare. All this attack in the night. I can't sleep. I said, what did you do? She said, I, I, was, I was in love with a, with a young man. When I was a young girl, I was in love this, with this young man. And we were so in love. And, and um, I was afraid to lose him. And I convinced him to get into a blood covenant with me. So I cut my blood and told him to cut his blood and we mixed it. And we got into a covenant never to leave one another. Come rain, come shine, we must get married. You enter into covenants like that, you invite demons. Demons will help you sign the contract. That's what she did. It's okay. But that's the reason. That's what opened the door. There's always something that opens the door. So I begin to pray. Begin to pray. She falls out another power of God. And when she gets up, she's free. And guess what she said? She said, when you were praying, I saw him sitting. This is a vision. So I see a vision. I cannot go into the spirit. I saw him sitting in an uncompleted building, sitting on the, 
on the window. The window, the window frame, by the way. There was no window, but just sitting on, on the window frame. And as you kept praying, he falls down. The moment he fell down, I knew I was free. In actual fact, the moment the young man fell down, he fe she fell out. And she gets up, she's totally free. Now, he said, was it a young man? Well, no, it was not the young man, it was the demon. said hallelujah. hallelujah when you started the book of acts the new testament believers operated in the supernatural in such a way that unbelievers saw them and were scared of them the bible says that the the unbelievers couldn't join themselves to the believers why because they held them in high esteem they saw believers like supermen. They saw believers like, who are these people? That is the kind of power that's upon us. Amen. That's the kind of glory that's upon us. Amen. And I'm here to prophesy that the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. Amen. This church has come into the place of the supernatural. Amen. The supernatural will be a common place for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to be a common place for us. Amen. I said it's going to be a common place for us. Amen. I said it's going to be a common place for us. Amen. One of the things that the church has got to understand is this. When we begin to reach the lost and they begin to come in, one of the major things, listen carefully, one of the major things that we shall deal with is demonic influence. It's so many. It's so many. It's a lot. Are you listening to me? We've seen people, you know, they come from their nations and they do not realize that when you come into another nation, there are demons in the new nation. You find out that the sin you overcame in your nation, you can't overcome in the new nation. Because there is a, just a different kind of spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's just a different kind of spirit. And you come under the influence of that spirit if you're not in the Holy Ghost. If you don't know your authority, if you don't walk in the spirit, if you don't pray in tongues, if you don't stay on fire, you come under the influence of the spirit in that nation. Many have come under the influence of the spirit in this nation. I know a Nigerian who said to me, Pastor God, when I was in Nigeria, I was a strong believer. But I came here, I don't know what's wrong with me. Hello. Hello. So the supernatural is a common place for us. Praise God. Praise God. 